0: We had a strong South Asian you come out to Lions Pride when they saw so Chung out there and they said, you know, you know, South Asians Punjabis play football, I'm like, yeah, go say hi to him. He's a phenomenal player. We can do that too. So having representation when we talk about racism and, and opportunities for other communities. For the South Asian boys to see uh, Sook Chung, I don't know whether he knows it or not, but he's a role model. There is a there is a massive contingent of kids in Surrey that look up to him and say, if he can do it, then we can do it. We move the change.
1: you hear what I'm saying? Real players can relate, because they're the ones that was playing. Be great, be just great. wait, yeah. we be really in the field, really? now we really on the mic, speaking truly how we feel, yeah. for real, yeah. streaming hot one, hut
2: two. Tell me what you going. Move the Chain is a presentation of Doman Building Materials and RBC, the Royal Bank of Canada. Welcome back to our program. Thrilled to be back uh, for a very fun episode. We have planned important episode about what the BC Lions do out in the community, specifically uh, the schools. Uh, Matt Baker, Manager of Communications and Content for your BC Lions, uh, joined by... Uh, familiar face to Lions fans for sure, uh, Jamie Terrace, a Grey Cup champion and the longtime director of community partnerships, and Rob Ray, uh, the Surrey School District's director of school and community connections. Gentlemen, it's great to be uh, with you.
0: Great to be here. Thanks for having us, Matt.
2: My pleasure. Uh, Jamie, we'll start with you. Um, Just an overall view. We're going to get into some of the specific programs here uh, over the next uh, half hour or so, but um, just your overall thoughts on everything the BC Lions do when it comes to school visits. I know it's grown over the years, programs have changed, but it's a big pillar of the club's brand, correct? Just a quick overview on uh, how busy we are this time of year out at the schools.
3: Yeah, well, for me, it's probably it's the busiest time of year, even busier than uh, during the season. And for my team, well, one of our man, one of our pillars of our of our club is to build, help build better communities in British Columbia. We are the BC Lions. It's not we're not the Vancouver Lions. So for us. You know, uh, being able to um, inspire and to uh, motivate and to educate across the province uh, to um, be able to get our players out there to different communities and to talk about important issues uh, is a very very big part of what we do in the off-season. Right now, we're running four different school programs, one called Energy Champions, which Touches on sustainability, um, the environment, which is obviously a, a big issue for everyone. Uh, another called uh, "Be More Than a Bystander," which we've been running for a long time, which is um, uh, deals with gender-based violence and education uh, and tools to help, particularly high school students. And it's mostly for high school students if they witness uh, or. Um, need need help intervening when they witness something related to gender-based violence. Um, We have a new program we started last year called Team Up to End Racism, uh, which is a program that uh, talks about inclusivity um, and touches on um, the racism that is unfortunately um, a a part of uh, Canada and British Columbia. And so we have our players out telling their stories and also Uh, sharing information to the students to to help them join us and team up against racism. Uh, So those are um, three of the school programs that we're running right now. Um, And we have uh, also our Lions Pride program which we've been involved with Rob and the Surrey School District along with other school districts for a very long time and uh, it deals with youth at risk uh, avoiding criminality and gang uh, influence and uh, you know it's, it's based in recreation activities flag football um, and also we, we've run school presentations with that over the years as well and then last year we started the indigenous youth program um, for indigenous youth again a flag football program and a workshop for indigenous youth uh, where our players teach them the game and and uh, we connect with the Indigenous community. And it's also a program that the Surrey School District and, and Rob Ray and his team have, have been involved with. So um, really great to have Rob on here. He's, uh, he's a wonderful friend of the BC Lions.
2: Yeah, Rob, uh, just a quick uh, intro from yourself, um, your involvement with our programs and what made you wanna get involved?
0: Uh, thanks, Matt. Thank you, Jamie, for that uh, for that kind intro as well. I think whenever you look at kids, uh, whenever we mention the words um, at risk or or vulnerable, um, we never want to see a negative connotation to that Uh, at risk or vulnerable could just mean that sometimes students don't have what they need to succeed. So it isn't that uh, that they're bad kids or that they're uh, poor kids or that they have, uh, you know, uh, criminal inclinations, they might just be kids uh, whose parents are working really hard. And have to be away from home just to make ends meet we know how expensive rent and food and clothing and all those other kind of things are so when somebody like the bc lions who, who comes uh, comes to our table and says listen we really want to help the community no strings attached we just want to make sure that kids are getting what they need that's an offer that we're going to take 10 times out of 10. and it's incredibly easy to work with the bc lions and with jamie and his team they do wonderful work and ultimately, the bottom line is, why do we do the work? Because if you ever get a chance, Matt, you have got to come out to one of the events and just see the look on the faces of the kids when they get to meet professional athletes, when they get to meet elite football players. The key for me was when uh, Lions Pride comes out and the kids are practicing with the players and then on Saturday they watch the same players on TSN, it, it's incredible for them because their world is quite small. When you're, when you're young, your world is quite small. It's usually home, friends, school, maybe some relatives. But when you actually get to engage with elite athletes that are then on TV on the weekend, it really inspires you to look at the world in a very different place. Like, wow, those guys can leap out of the building, bring a ball down with one hand, but they'll still come up to my school on Tuesdays and Thursdays and teach me how to catch as well. Yeah, I
2: mean, I know Jamie, sorry, I've brought this up probably a hundred times, but a long time ago, I was in the fifth grade and Jamie Terrace came to my school. He was a player at the time. And what was most impressive, Jamie, I mean, back then you were just coming by yourself. Now we have a whole team of community employees, uh, the likes of Brittany, McKenzie, uh, Delaney helping out these days. It's it's a full-on event. Um, but, Rob, you mentioned uh, the Lions Pride gives the kids a chance to play, perhaps do some drills, learn some life lessons. Uh, what else do they, the feedback you've gotten, what else do they love about it?
0: I think outside of the athletics, it's it's how um, regular the players are, how grounded they are, and how the messaging that the players share with them is no different than the messaging that teachers or parents give to them as well. So sometimes when you're an adolescent, um, sometimes you don't always take your parents' advice at face value. Sometimes uh, when a teacher is sharing good information with you, you might kind of brush it off and say, well, you're just a teacher. You're just like my mom. You say the same things. But when, when athletes come in and they, and they reinforce that same kind of messaging, sometimes as a student, you might start to think, whoa, if somebody that I actually look up to outside of the classroom or outside of my kitchen actually says the same thing as my parents, then maybe they're on to something. And so the messaging stays the same. It's interesting to have the messenger change sometimes, especially adolescent males. Um, will we'll take messaging a little bit more seriously from a sports hero than they will from their mom, who's always going to be there and always will nurture them unconditionally. The time that they have with the Lions is, is short and it's a gift and it's a privilege. So when somebody comes in and not only offers you, you know, the the run, pass, catch skills, but also says, hey, you know, make sure you focus on school, stay in school, because I couldn't have made it to the league if I didn't pay attention to school and get my grades and graduate and go to university and do all these other kinds of things. So everything's interconnected. And once they start to realize that the messaging is the same from all the healthy adults in their in their world, they're a little bit more apt to listen. Yeah, Hi, and if I can oh, yeah, pay
3: back on that, yeah. I was just going to say, like, the things that football teaches about discipline, about hard work, about
0: leadership,
3: about teamwork, uh, those things naturally organically come out as the players teach. Uh, t- uh, practice with the kids over uh, three or four practices in the tournament so that's something that the kids really get they really see it come to life in terms of uh, of the of the application of of what the guys are talking about to the game of football and I think they can then begin to translate that into other areas of their life which I think is very important Um, a lesson that comes out of uh, the interaction we have with the youth through the Lions Pride program.
2: And Rob, um, the program is designed for high school kids, right? Grades 8 through 12. That's a critical time in a young person's life. I mean, when you look at it from that point of view, they're deciding what they want to do maybe after school. Um, you know, I, I can tell you from experience, grade 8, 9, it kind of hits you how hard, much harder life gets, right? I mean, having a positive influence from a player, that is pretty special to have at that stage of your, uh, your maturity process, so to speak.
0: Yeah, and, and I think, Matt, the big difference is, I, th- I think I made some really poor choices in grade eight, nine, 10, 11, and 12. I think the difference is that nobody's around to film me doing silly things. Sometimes right. you you look at a kid who, who makes a poor choice and then is can be defined for six months, a year, two years off one poor choice. That's now on a social media, it's like almost on a loop that that one child is now known for that one behavior or that one incident or one, that one poor decision. So when we go back to the mentors, and I'll share this as well. Uh, one of the biggest fans of the Lions Pride Program, obviously it's going to be the, the parents, the students and the school district, but it was actually the Surrey RCMP who are the largest detachment in Canada that came by and there's officers, RCMP is a national force. And when they say, you know, I, I grew up in Saskatchewan, I grew up in Ontario, I grew up in Alberta, what it would have meant for me to have, you know, somebody from, from the Argonauts or, you know, somebody from the Roughies come in and talk to me. I think my life, it turned out okay, I'm an officer, but my gosh, is it inspiring to have not only elite athletes come in, but also we layer that with really great staff from the school district, and then finally the RCMP are there, and the RCMP are there to say, hey, listen, you know, I, I can run and catch the ball as well as you can, but these guys, I mean, they're next level, and you know, man, it's not lost on the kids, like when you see th- something on TV and everybody is big, it looks like, okay, you know, they're all average-sized humans. But when you stand next to an actual CFL player and see their ability to to move and cut and jump at 220, 230, 280 pounds or whatever it is, it's inspiring. And that's the key for us is we want our kids to see beyond the schoolyard, beyond the classroom and think beyond just up to grade 12. So so often when we're kids, you only think about tomorrow and, and you think 25, ooh gross, 25, man, that's old. And they don't know what life is going to look like when they're 25. Matt, when you think about it, you know, you know, our graduating class this year was born in 2005, right? So 2005 born kids are now graduating high school and it's our job to prepare them for that next level. There's fantastic athletes there and for them to have those role models, um, that's compelling. So when the school district and the school kids say, thank you, BC Lions. But when, when uh, the RCMP calls me and says, I'm not sure how this relationship formed. we are deeply appreciative of it. It redirects kids towards a positive. Can we be a part of the program? And the RCMP was there uh, this year. They were there, they were interacting with the kids, the players, and they fully intend to be back again this year because it is such a feel good program that everybody wants to be a part of it. Yeah, and that's been an important approach throughout the years that
3: we've run Lions Pride. There, you know, We've had RCMP officers help coach the teams over the years as well because it is about, seeing a lot of them maybe liaisons with the schools and it's about the kids seeing them in a different light and, and making that connection easier for them. And I think, Rob, one of the things that we have seen over the years is um, a, a much better connection between the kids and the RCMP liaison. And I think even in terms of attendance at schools, at the schools, Um, and and just being able to interact more effectively with their classmates and be integrated into the school curriculum and extracurricular activities. I think think you can safely say, Rob, that that has been something that uh, we've seen an increase in
0: with the youth who have participated in this program. Absolutely, and you know what the best part is, Um, after we have Lions Pride, the kids go home, wash their uniforms, and they're back at school Monday morning with those Lions shirts on again. And so when we go back to kids, they want to be a part of the team. They want to belong. They want to have that branding, that identity. And it doesn't always have to come from something negative. So when they walk around the schools with their Lions Pride shirts on, I know I wear mine all the time. I enjoy wearing it out in the community. And people saying, do you play for, you know, did you play for, like, of course not. But, you know, what's your relationship with the Lions? Well, let me tell you what they come in and do for, for students in Surrey. And having that conversation is wonderful.
3: Yeah, like Rob said, it's all about it's all about it's all about the kids and 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 their success. And there have been some there have been some really good success stories. I remember we had an athlete who was new to football that came out from Abbotsford region who ended up going on to play varsity football because he loved it so much and was such a tremendous athlete. So you know, stories like that are part of the. Uh, Sort of the Lions Pride legacy, so to speak. So, it's been uh, something that we've been very proud to be a part of. And and it and you know and the, and kudo to the Ministry of Public Safety and Solicitor General's Office because they've supported this program from the very beginning.
0: Yeah, uh, Matt, I want to add one more anecdote to what Jamie's saying. We had we had a young person uh, in our program years ago. His older brother was in jail for um, some some pretty serious ch- uh, charges, um, and the younger brother was part of Lions Pride. And, and he was a phenomenal athlete and having been introduced to, uh, to football from, from the Lions Pride program, we actually worked with him and his mom to actually get a passport. He had never left British Columbia before. And we actually sent him to an Oregon Ducks camp just so that the family could get away from the pressures and, um, you know, the label of your brother's in jail for doing this, this, and this. For him just to go to Oregon and be himself and just play some football and run around and play and have fun and spend that road trip with mom, reconnecting with her and getting back, it's so much more than just hanging out and playing football for that weekend or for that week or for that month. It's actually about reconnecting families and kids to, it's okay. Things may not be wonderful in the moment, but there's some really neat things going on in this world and we want you to go explore.
2: Very well said, indeed. Uh, Jamie, off the top, you touched a little bit on how uh, these school programs and other community programs really have expanded, uh, namely with uh, our Team Up to End Racism program and the, inter, uh, the Indigenous Youth program, which involved uh, some football drills and a tournament to wrap things up. What was the early response uh, the first year or two of doing uh, these very important programs, Jamie?
3: Oh, they've been, it's been tremendous with Team Up 10 races and we've got a waiting list probably that's two years long. Uh, we've got a huge demand. We could have filled our our entire uh, um, book of school visits uh, just with Surrey School District alone. So there's a tremendous appetite for that conversation in the schools. And, uh, you know, as we grow and develop the program, uh, you know, who, who knows what we can do. But I think that it's very important. It was very important for us, obviously, with with um, the Black Lives Matter movement and, uh, you know, the residential school system and uh, Asian hate and all those things that had uh, become a part of, sadly become part of the reality of of British Columbia, um, that, that you know, we try and do something about it. And really our players and our fans asked us what we were gonna do about it. And, and out of that came the partnership, again, with the Ministry of Education and and some very important sponsors. Uh, to put together the Team Up Ten Racism program, and so far we, we've almost completed. Well, we've completed one year of presentations and promotion and awareness uh, online and in, in our at our games, and then and then uh, we're almost done this year. I think we have two presentations left, and like I said, we we could uh, we could have probably done a hundred more for the demand for the presentation itself. So we're we're looking forward to continue to grow that program in the future,
2: and we're bringing back uh, Indigenous youth. Uh same sort of format
3: as last year correct yep that'll happen uh, start start up again in april again that was a, a great success uh, not just for the kids but for our players as well uh to be a part of that and um and just to teach kids that well good or great example frank Kurt a uh, school in surrey um participated in the program last year and will be a part of it again this year and uh, one of the best comments came from uh, brian uh, Tate I think it is the principal there who said that some of the kids that participated in the indigenous youth program had never participated in any extracurricular activities at his school so I think that speaks to what Rob was talking about about the power of the messenger so to speak in terms of of the allure or the the role model of the professional athlete and the and the willingness of the kids to um to connect with them. And so I think that, um, you know, that speaks to the power of what we're trying to do with our athletes uh, in the community and in schools.
2: Yeah, Rob, uh, your overall response to uh, these new programs and and how Surrey um, has benefited from learning a lot more.
0: You know what, Matt? It's really easy for a professional sports organization to keep the product on, uh, on the field, so to speak. But for Jamie and his team to come out and at the grassroots level meet so many of these uh, students, offer so many different resources and opportunities for for us to touch the lives of players and for the players to touch our lives in return, that's been huge. And we're talking, I bet you there's been more than a thousand kids that have been touched by what the Lions are doing here. One of the things that I want to share is when, when Jamie and his team, they get tickets to Lions games, very often, without exaggeration, there are students that haven't left Surrey in years. Because their family doesn't have money for transport and the, there's just enough gas to get to and from work so when we take kids out to a lions game we turn it into a production rightfully so we're talking 50 60 70 80 kids plus staff showing up to a lions game getting to go on transit sky train getting to have a meal um, at bc place watching players down low and again seeing those players again on tuesday or on mm-hmm. sports highlights on sports center whatever the case may be so when we talk about being um, a community partner, this is exactly what it looks like. Not just staying in your stadium and being there and allowing us to come watch games because you gave us free tickets, but it's about actually engaging the community. When Sur- we look at Surrey, Surrey is incredibly diverse. We have 77,000 students, many of them are newcomers to Canada, to introduce them to the game of football in this way and to actually show the, these highly skilled, gigantic individuals that, that play sports that really have uh, like Canadian football, CFL, It doesn't have a huge presence in Syria, in the Philippines, or in India. So when students come here and watch this, they're thrilled. They cannot imagine that we're playing a sport at this level and that the players come into our schools and we get to watch them play professionally on TV or in person that weekend.
2: It's very well said. Yeah, um, a lot of new Canadians. As mentioned, uh, my mother taught in Surrey for almost three decades, and she talked about having first-generation Canadians, ESL students, the parents, Undoubtedly not familiar with uh, the BC Lions and and, uh, and Canadian football in general. So that's uh, that's very important indeed uh, to get those kids interested from a young age. Uh, Jamie, while we're still here for a few more minutes, um, be important if we talked a little bit more about a couple of the programs we have not yet touched on in detail. Uh, be more than a bystander and uh, energy champions, of course.
3: Yeah. Well, energy champions, elementary program we've been running for many years and it's, it's meant to be fun, but also to to teach kids uh, practical things they can actually do to help uh, the environment. So, uh, you know, we do talk about the the idea, the concept of sustainability and what that means and how we're all connected to the environment and how our actions not only affect uh, us, but everyone. And so, you know, that's part of that message. And then of course, Uh, you know how how we use uh, energy in in our lives and and then and then little tips that uh, kids can do whether it be as simple as instead of turning the heat up in your house putting a sweater on or instead of uh, you know uh, taking that short car car ride to school you know riding your bike or 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 carpooling or taking a bus or whatever that m- might be simple simple strategies unplugging your computers uh, you know uh, and your electronics and your uh, video games at the at the end of of using them just stuff that the kids can really relate to and that they can actually do to help conserve energy uh, and to help uh, um, pr- preserve the beautiful British Columbia for future generations so that's that's a program we're real proud of and it's fun we try and have fun with the kids and make it highly interactive of course we're talking to kindergartens all the through grade seven there so uh, you know Rob can appreciate the attention span and the difference in that in that age range <laughs> yeah so so that's that one and then the be More Than a Bystander, you know, very proud of that program. We've been involved with the Ending Violence Association of BC way back, probably started in 20, well, school, schools might have started in 2012. The program probably started in 2011. So we've been doing that for, what are we, 2023 now? So, you know, do the mm-hmm. math, it's, that's, uh, you know, that's 12 years that we've been involved in that program and um, you know so we've reached out to probably hundreds of thousands of students across the province with it and again we do school presentations we do promotion and awareness and really it is about um, a identifying the issues related to gender-based violence started out as men's violence against women because sadly uh, you know as men we don't have a great track record as it relates to violence all all violence in society sadly is uh, much higher as it relates to men so whether it be men's violence against men men's violence against children or men's violence against women um you know sadly the vast majority of violence is is committed by men so so but now it's transformed into gender-based violence because of course Um, all genders experience violence and and uh, we do define that we talk about um, statistics we talk about definitions as it relates to violence and most importantly we talk about strategies that the high school students can use to be more than a bystander if they see something or hear something that's happening in in their world and uh, and that they can make a difference
2: rob uh, did you have any final thoughts um on any of the programs in general and, and what you're looking forward to here uh, in the future?
0: Well, we're definitely looking forward to our continued partnership. Uh, there's a lot of things that we can't do in Surrey schools without the help of the Lions and Jamie and his team. Uh, I think uh, one of the things I would really like to have a chance to articulate it, it is uh, to the players that come out, to Jamie and his team, when you come out, it may be just a weekend um, or it may just be a few hours for the players, but the impact that it has on our community. It, it goes on for, for years and years. I've been part of the Surrey School District for almost two decades now, and kids will see me in the community and say, you know, hey, hey do you remember in 2012 when we did that Lions thing? That, those things are etched in kids' mm-hmm. minds because often in high school, high school is tough. Schools are tough, right? It's uh, you're, you're going through adolescence and independence, and there's a lot of things going on, but you really hang on to the positives. Um, it wasn't lost on you know when, when we had a strong South Asian contingent come out to Lions Pride when they saw Sook Chung out there. when they said, you know, you know South Asians Punjabis play football. I'm like, yeah, go say hi to him. He's a phenomenal player. We can do that too. So having representation when we talk about racism and, and opportunities for other communities for the South Asian boys to see uh, Suk Chung, I don't know whether he knows it or not, but he's a role model. There is a there is a massive contingent of kids in Surrey that look up to him and say, If he can do it, then we can do it. And so an opportunity to articulate to these young athletes, like it may only be a weekend for you, but the impact it has on kids' lives, it lasts forever. Well said.
2: Um, And, yeah, that's – yeah, all demographics, all ages, uh, there is a chance uh, to make a difference. So we encourage those watching, listening, uh, head to bclions.com slash community calendar. All these programs we've just talked about, there's – a more thorough write-up on each. There's a bit of a schedule there, um, and Jamie, uh, this is awesome. I mean, play with the pros is soon going to be in Prince George. Uh, we just did an event. Uh, some of those on Vancouver Island last year. I think we did Kelowna. So uh, we've got the map covered. And uh, yeah, we are. Closing, we are. In closing, we- I guess, Jamie, any. Thing more you want to add there?
3: Well I think it does speak to the fact that and we're very proud of that that we're BC's team with our school programs we're going to do seven well we've already completed I think four of the road trips but we'll do seven road trips to different communities all the way up to Prince Rupert we've been we've been to these Kootenays we've been to the island and that's a big part of it and so that we're we're not just uh confined to the lower mainland and what we do you know we're going to do around 130 presentations with our guys uh, between uh, January and the first week of May, so we're very proud uh, of the work that uh, we do, and we're also very thankful to the schools for allowing us to come in and and talk to their 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 kids, um, and to our sponsors who support all these programs. Because without them, we 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 certainly simply can't do it. And I also just want to um, acknowledge the tremendous work that uh, Rob Ray has done throughout his uh, years, because. You know, he's very modest, but he's a pioneer in terms of how um, he he and his team um, took a more holistic approach to uh, looking after our kids. And I think that uh, the work that he's done has uh, had a tremendous impact on youth in Surrey.
2: Well done, yes. And that's uh, bclions.com slash school programs. Community calendar also uh, gives the rundown. Uh Jamie, Rob, uh, it was great to talk to you again. And yeah, we look forward to perhaps uh, seeing you out there soon. Um, we'll be sure to give you a heads up, Rob, on when we plan to come out. I know our content team has filmed... A couple of school visits already this year so look out for that content and and matt I, I neglected
3: to mention that uh, we we even have a, a another program called Teloswise wise and willing oh, yes. all stars but that's maybe a conversation for another day so that's the uh,
2: next episode maybe yes sure all right yeah very important once again uh, move the chains as always a presentation of Doman building materials and rbc gentlemen Thank you for the time, and I know
1: our our fans and listeners appreciate it as well.
3: Thanks so much, Matt. Thanks, Rob.
0: Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Jamie.
1: What What up, RP? let turn it up one time. You did. We move the change. You hear what I'm saying? Real players can relate, cause they the ones that was playing. Be great. Be just great. wait. Yeah. We be really in the field. Really. Now we really on the mic, speaking truly how we feel. Yeah. For real. Screaming yeah. hut one, one, hut two. Huh. Tell me what you gon' do. Yeah. Coming off that edge, only way to stop is hoes. Never let the gatekeepers control you. Never. Never. Once you lose your voice, now they definitely know oh they God. own you. But not it's I. Ryan Phillips coming so fly. Pick yeah. six on the way. When that ball's in the sky, they say Time is money, and I wonder why. Now I know that's a goddamn lie. Let's go, come and get gay from the. Move the chains, everybody love it when you. Move the chains, haters hate to see me really do my thing. Move the chains, move the chains, let's go. The, the number one podcast. Move the chains yeah. through my well, getting this dough. You know how it go. Grab you know. a seat and tune in. Then tell me what you know. Please. Back when T.I.P. said get it the on the floor. floor. R.P. was on B.C. putting on a show. Yeah. For show sure. screaming touchdown, down. touchdown. Uh-huh. Everything yeah. you want now. Fans be the chain gang. Game every month every now. Month. Don't even try to front now. These new dudes be something like my son uh, now. Come
0: yeah.
1: on now. I'm better than never. The game that we speak yeah. gotta be clever. Yeah. Ball Hard no matter the weather no matter. I cheese for the picks while I'm counting this cheddar uh-huh. i my mama boy, I never would let her but So you know I gotta get yeah. up and run Just, Just come and get came from the Move the chains Everybody love it when you Move the chains hate this hate to see me really Do my thing Move the chains, move the chains Let's go listen, listen Move the chains The number one podcast Move the chains, do my thing Come and get came from the Move the chains Everybody love it when you Move the chains hate this hate to see me really Do my thing Move the chains Move the chains Let's go listen, listen over here. Move the chains The number one podcast Move the chains Do my thing